like you better with glasses. Too bad. I like me better without them. Hey, pretty fans. Welcome to another episode of the Better With Glasses podcast. I'm your host, Vicky Bazalia, and with me, as always, is Casey. Hey, hey. And today, we're here because we are doing our recap and breakdown of... Episode four? Episode four. Okay. Love Game. Love Game. And now... We understand why it's love game. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were looking ahead and trying to guess, I don't think we had envisioned. Oh, maybe did we envision carnival? Oh, definitely. Okay, yeah, cool, we know cool, it cool. could be the carnival. Yeah. So what this episode is essentially about is an Olympic style game yeah. that, that <laughs> they have at the carnival on uh on the boardwalk. And yeah. overall, I would say fun episode easy episode to rewatch mm-hmm. like definitely an easy one to turn on and let ride mm-hmm. not the best episode we've seen no but we've had some strong strong episodes not the most crucial to the plot so far but fun one of yeah. the funnest episodes yet yeah. episode three is still on the top for me okay um but we'll get into some of that rating stuff later yeah what'd you think i I was going to say, if you watched the first season, I assume everybody who's watching or listening to this podcast has watched the first season. It felt very 4th of July. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For me, in terms of style and, like you said, not a lot of plot, but it this one's more about the interactions, the group coming together, the inferred character development that you see. Yeah. Okay. So with this episode... I think it started out really strong. The Olympic style uh, fun games are in the middle, which isn't perfect. It's gonna be keep it real. There's a lot of cringe stuff in there, and then it ends really strong. So it's like start strong, cringe fun, cringe fun, cringe fun ends really strong, but tell us how it goes. I'm start to finish. Start to finish. Give us you know like we normally do. Okay, so we'll. Let's start off with where we were at the end of our last episode. Oh, the anxiety attack. Yeah, so it it finally felt like it was coming around to a lighter show. There was something really nice and simple about the core five, you called them, sitting on the couch about to watch a movie. Yeah. And that started to feel The good. core five turns into the core six here with Sky. Yeah. Yeah. That was an excellent performance. By Elsie? Elsie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Elsie Comic Fisher. relief. Was, out the wazoo was great what was i saying oh and then conrad gets this text right so i'm gonna start off by just saying we were wrong we were all wrong mm-hmm. i don't think i talked to or saw a single prediction that predicted that conrad at the beginning of this episode you find him still having a panic attack on the beach mm-hmm. steven we already knew was right on his heels i was wrong belly's not gonna chase after him and the reason for the panic attack was because he found out he got into Stanford. Yeah, and I think it's a little earlier in the storyline, right? Like, didn't anyone anticipated? Yeah, well, you don't really get Conrad's reasonings for applying to Stanford in the book. Mm-hmm. And you're left to assume that he left Brown to essentially, like, just leave the East Coast behind, and especially after all the messiness of Jeremiah and Belly. Here... It's making it seem like he's not just running away, but he has to eventually make a choice. And I'll come back to that thought at the end, but he applied. And then there's more depth 
to the reasoning behind it because he says to Stephen, well, Stephen says, oh my God, you've been wanting to go to since you were 10. And then Conrad said, yeah, my mom always had this vision of me finding myself on the West Coast. So I I can see why, even though getting into Stanford might be like a good thing, mm-hmm. I can see why that would trigger a panic attack if maybe he applied while his mom was still alive. Well, it's like sometimes it's hard to handle success. Well, there's that. But then I think also he says straight up like, oh, but Jeremiah is going to finish in the fall. We're, and we're finally, he says, we're finally in a better spot. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to leave his brother on. Which is funny because literally it's been like 12 hours. Of them being in a better spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I think it's them being in a better spot, like, since the belly debacle of the previous summer. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah. So, that's that's that scene. And then we get the next morning. The next morning, there's a great... So, they introduce Sky, And it's great. Belly comes down to the kitchen. She sees Susanna standing at the sink but it's actually aunt julia yeah and then what i like about that scene is that sky is actually very open to like being nice to belly and is is just like hey do you did you want a muffin and belly's about to accept one and take one and and they have a very cordial relationship but of course aunt julia is like no those are for the open house yeah enter jeremiah and conrad who jeremiah is just like I've walked into an awkward situation clearly and Conrad just starts coming in hot. Oh yeah. He, he's, he's definitely a little feistier. Yeah. He's like his give a fuck uh, button is turned off. He don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. He's just like coming in hot, uh, letting it all fly. Every chance he has to get a, a, a <laughs> zinger in on Angelia, he will. Yeah. I Even still- on sky. He'll, you know, I saw something on TikTok that spliced together all of his one-liners it's a great conrad episode from like a one-liner standpoint the writing, oh yeah the writing for him is really good and super sassy it's super sad yeah that's the word it's super sassy but it's like in season one when he was doing that shit it was like from a place of like anger and sadness mm-hmm. and here it's sarcastic yeah 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 so he's still being a jerk yeah but it's sarcasm as opposed to like system of a down like i'm just like in my feelings in my feelings yeah. but yeah we also know that conrad got his panic attacks out in the open now like mm-hmm. well just steven just steven yeah but i mean no like he, he he wasn't really sure what was happening in season one. Oh, now he's been like living it. with these things he's aware of them that's he's that's a good point he brought it up of like yeah, I've been dealing with this for a little while now. And he tells Stephen that, right? Yeah. Like, he, like Stephen's like, "What's going on?" And Conrad's like, "Panic attack. Don't worry about it. Don't call Jer. I get yeah. these. I get these all the time." Yeah. Uh, there, there was a good Stephen and Conrad moment, and there's an even better one later on. But Stephen doing the you forget how much younger Jeremiah and Stephen are. Then Conrad, like he is the older, cooler. What, like a year? I think it's a year. Yeah, I think it's a year. And but Stephen is just like Conrad says, talk, talk about anything. He's like, I still remember when you brought me out here, man. Like you guys were so cool. You mm-hmm. just come back from learning how to surf, and I was really insecure about it. But you stayed out there and helped me catch a wave, and you're cool. You've always been cool. Like just talking him up. Yeah, 
Awesome scene. Awesome scene. It's funny that we're backtracking, but the the Steven, it's such good writing when he's like, so are um, you going to tell me what triggered this panic attack or are we just going to be bros and forget that bros. Yeah, it was good writing. <laughs> it was great. Good delivery too. Anyhow, so then uh, what does Conrad say to Aunt Julia? He says, you're the you're the problem. Sky, so there's, there's going to be more character ve- development from the Sky perspective on how Aunt Julia's relationship is with Susanna. Yeah. And the difference in perspective, right? So sure. Aunt Julia thought that their relationship was something different than Susanna probably thought. Mm-hmm. And consequently, the kids who were very young. Yeah, you don't know really what's something, going on. Yeah, when something went down. The kids were very young, but Skye's been living with her mom and her mom. I don't, I can't tell if her mom's living with guilt or regret yeah, or just anger towards Susanna, but there's something there. For sure. And, uh, but the. Skye says it twice. So Skye says. Yeah, yeah, your mom hasn't always been a saint. Well, no, 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 that's going to come up. But in that kitchen scene, Skye says, what was it? Um, oh, it's hard. It's hard on her too. And Conrad just real quick quip is like, yeah, well, it seems like, you know, she's making this pretty fucking easy or she's selling the house pretty fucking easy. So, so the open house doesn't go down. They figure out a way. Yep. The AC goes out, right? The open house is supposed to happen today, but the AC goes out. Yeah. And then the real estate lady comes to the front door and some more good Conrad lines in there. Yeah. Oh, you got to unexpected day off <laughs> and you know belly is trying to make it happen too she's doing what she can to be like nope we canceled it we're not doing open house today well it's funny in the in the book she doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. the real estate agent comes to the door and she watches conrad interact with her yeah and she has she, she it doesn't happen until after sandy leaves that conrad fills her in sandy Donati. sandy Donati. but here Belly is the one who's kind of like taking it to another level. Like, oh yeah, no, we we're not going to. We're not having it today. Yeah, and then there's the who are you, Conrad from off screen. It's like she's my girlfriend, and yeah, we're we're not doing this. So it was all very fun, good. It was great scenes. And I then- know you don't. I know you you don't love it when we service a lot from the book, but. As a book fan, let me just say, there was so much hype built up around the fact that we all knew we were going to get Junior Mint. Okay. So it was such a nice surprise to get that little book moment, too. Is that the, the Nani uh, moment? My, yeah, the Nani moment. Okay. That she's, she's my girlfriend. And then you see Belly, like, kind of lose her train of thought for a moment. Lots of build up to the Junior Mint moment. Let me, oh, let me my tell gosh. you. Yeah. Um, then you get uh, Belly, Jared, and Conrad standing in the the foyer and that's where belly starts to have like her game plan like her the wheels are turning and she says you know maybe if we can get them sky on their team we'll we'll be able to like create a wedge no great great plan yeah and then back in the kitchen just like i don't fucking know walks off back in the kitchen what's her uh aunt julia has to call the ac guy because the ac is not working now so she goes to the thing rifling through the stuff her and conrad have some more back and forth on on second watch yeah you notice it that steven i didn't notice it the first time but steven's like 
Oh, weird. how did the AC go out? What? Yeah, weird. Yeah. And you see Taylor, Taylor notices. Yeah, you see Taylor give a look, and then you kind of see Jeremiah and Belly smirk a little bit. I don't know if they were in the know, but they're just kind of like happy that it happened. And Conrad is still aloof. Like whatever they did or whatever they planned, they just kind of left him out of it because mm-hmm. he wants to stay. Like he doesn't trust Aunt Julia as far as you know. We can throw her, but uh, a little foreshadow. Maybe he was right. Yeah, um, he's right. So they decide to go to the boardwalk and they invite Sky. Yes. So now we've turned our core five into a core six for this episode. Going down to the boardwalk, going down to the boardwalk, really fun. Get to the boardwalk. We get to the boardwalk and it's hot. It's hot. Conrad's still being a little bit of a drag, but Belly's just trying to like keep Belly's just trying to move some things forward and keep everyone entertained. Yep. Taylor too. Taylor's like, let's get some ice cream. Ice Guys, cream. nature's uh, air conditioning. Such a great line. It's, it's just something Taylor would say. She, yep. she does it all. Actually, she does it all the time. What's with Taylor and ice cream? She's like, oh, I'm so hot. Let me jump in the pool. Let's go get some ice cream. Like, total summer girl. She's the best. Yeah. She does have some scenes that I think are regrettable in this episode, but we'll continue. Uh, anyhow, so there's a great walk and talk shot after that where it's a really long shot. Oh, the ice cream shot. Yeah. When they. Yeah, they're they're walking with their ice creams. They're all walking with their ice creams. Let me be the uh, stick in the mud here. Oh, so are they ice creams? Or are they Italian ices? They look like Italian ices. Okay, are Italian ices? Are they all one color? Not really, right? I've seen like you can get a red Italian. Ice no, ice. okay. So the, what they actually, every single one is the same color. I'm like, what are the odds that six they, people get the same? Unless that's the only flavor they have. <laughs> Fair, fair. What they look like is like frozen lemonades. It Yo, like if they... it's frozen lemonade, then I am. It looks like they all I just got, got no dog in the fight. Then I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't punch back here. On third rewatch, however, like as they're doing the walk and talk, you know, you focus in on the people who are talking, which at this point are Conrad, Jeremiah, and Belly, mm-hmm. explaining like how Belly got sick on like some ride or something. It's just good. But yeah, it's all one shot. Yeah. No cutting on the walk, which is nice. But if you watch in the background, Taylor and Steven are flirting the entire time. Like he's like pushing her Duh. and she's pushing back and he's like trying to like get a scoop of her ice cream or whatever's in her cup. It's it's good. So Duh. uh yeah. So then they're just kind of talking about the past. They get to the scene that we've already seen. Oh shit. We missed the um Steven on the phone with Laurel in his pajamas. Oh my gosh. Taylor. Oh yeah. Speaking of Taylor and Steven. Yeah. So you get to see this hilarious scene where Steven is wearing his kid pajamas from when he was like four. And I, I it's like space. It's like yeah, it's like typical, like it's um you imagine him jumping out of his his race car bed with his space pajamas on <laughs> and they're like, you know, too short and there's there's two good parts to that. Or there's three good parts to that. Yeah. Number one is Aunt Julia is just coming off of... How many kids are in this house? He, and people are here. She's coming off of like an interaction with Conrad again. Mm-hmm. How many people are in this house? Yeah. Then we see Steven and that's like a comedic, just like visual. Yeah. I'm like, what is he wearing? Yeah. So literally Casey, when we're watching it the first time, goes, what is he wearing? And then a beat after that, Tara's like, what on earth are you wearing? And we're like, 
Yes, Taylor. Yeah, and keep in mind, Angelia doesn't know him from a hole in the wall. No, no. So which is funny. It's like, who the fuck is in this house? Like, like yeah, like I heard, I heard like these kids are driving me insane. And there's more of them. Call, call your dad. Like you shouldn't be here. Yeah. And then there's a noise. There's a noise, and Conrad like plays back what she said earlier. And like sounds like an Angelia problem. Yes, yes, we did miss that. Yeah. All right, back to the um, ice cream scene. We're on the pier now. We got yeah. this, the power six. Floating around. Around. Well, now we're standing there. So then we see the scene that we've already gotten a glimpse of. Yes. I like the scene even better with the lead up to it. I like the scene better with the lead up. I like the scene better with the, the kicker at the end where Sky is like, it's hilarious. It's like, we can go do these games, but I don't do high fives. I'm not going to yell in the air and say, yippee, I'm not going to do this. And I'm going to play. You might see the corners of my mouth yeah. turn up, but that's all you're getting. It was good. It, it, I feel like it need, that scene needed a little bit of life to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And, and Sky, provided it. Sky provided it. Yeah. So that's the first time that you see the actual character of Sky in a bag. Yeah. Come, come out of their shell a little bit. And what I mean by that is, you, you have to come from the perspective of what they, i.e. Jenny, is going for here. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be somebody that's uncomfortable in not just their own skin, but in this their own new, skin. This group. This new group. Because yeah. this group has so much history. So like all the... Everything ties out. Like Steven, Taylor, and Belly clearly have a history. Mm-hmm. And then Belly, Steven, Conrad, and Jeremiah have this history. And they're in their like nostalgia. They're like trying to have fun at the boardwalk. It's summer. Yeah. Like last season, the Dev girls were a whole different style. And it was Belly who was out like fish out of water. Sure. Outside of comfort zone. Conrad's like all Debs are sheep. All of that happened. Yeah. This time, Sky, who already says that they're an introvert, mm-hmm. who already says that they didn't really, the, it feels a little state fair they're not really the woohoo go team like whatever the opposite of of that is bitcoin yes and they play it so well but in addition to just playing off of the core group Mm -hmm. they're also jabbing back at conrad and i think i think chris briney is phenomenal in going back and forth with Elsie, yeah, and I think it's great. Like what, like what, what said? It's um, uh, you know what else my mom used to love? The, the beach, beach house. house. And then uh, very quick on their mom's shows, not a saint. We're mom, mom's never a saint, or was yeah. My mom, my mom's not evil, and yeah. your mom's not a saint. So I think the point you're trying to make is all this, like the backlash that is Elsie, yeah is silly and it's probably a small part of the fan base being loud right it's not warranted um and a lot of people are like missing the mini mills character which like we all miss the mini mills character we all miss shayla but it's what they're it's what jenny wrote and if you watch it and it's good you can't argue with that and it is funny yeah take an objective yeah it's just the reason it bugs me is it's just mean it's well, mean. of course. I mean, it's it's just mean and it's un it's so unnecessary. Yeah, there's been some other so some other like moments that you've shown me of like the greater TSITP 
pop pockets of the TSITP fan base being mean to certain people. And it's a bummer, but. But objectively, we watched it and I think Elsie did a great job. And I actually do think that the character of Sky moves the plot along in a big way and is going to create purpose and reason. I am actually more interested in learning about Susanna's relationship, learning that she wasn't just this, like, she always put on this, like, happy, like, I'm the hostess with the most. Yeah. Like, I am actually very interested to see what those flashbacks look like, because we know we're going to get some. Kira Cedric already said it, so did um, Rachel Blanchard. Uh, but I'm interested in that. And that, to me, and the aunt decisions to sell the house or not is actually more interesting and less cliche than oh my terrible father inherited the house and is taking it away yeah yeah after moving off of elsie into they've they've agreed to play the game yeah yeah, yeah. we're playing this game the big the big tournament what it yeah. was belly call it the big boardwalk showdown that they always do yeah and Taylor's making fun of it, but she's all in, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I just want to say on record, we make predictions, so we should at least, you know, count count our points here. When we first saw that scene, that clip, I asked you how you thought the the guys in Belly like broke up teams, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, is it just like? They just play rounds or something. And you, I think you said they'd probably do it like tournament style or something like that. So what I wasn't expecting was how oh. fun it is. Like the idea that there's like, like Belly explains it. She's like, okay, it's five rounds. The winner of each round gets to choose the next event. And yeah. they have, and clearly they have their like go-to events and they know who amongst at least the four of them are the best of the best of that thing. So. I can't wait to get into it. I can't wait to get into it because there's so much good stuff. And there's also some really sh- crummy stuff. And it's even with the crummy stuff, it's OK to watch. You can just pick up your phone for a minute during. Some oh, of the my scenes. gosh. But it's it's a fun watch. He gets this way with sports movies, too. It's Listen. like the football in this movie was just <laughs> not realistic. Well, I mean, we already got some of that in season one with their football playing. Well, the football easy with the velocity, Tom Brady. OK, OK. okay. Well, you you did like Conrad's throw. We'll yeah, talk. I can, we'll talk, I can we'll, spin it a little we'll, bit. Yeah, we'll talk about what you think of his jumper. Anyhow, his jumper's fine. His jumper's <laughs> fine. That's not. That's not the issue. Okay. It's not really any of the sports stuff. It's the in between, in between the games. Okay. 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 So right. here we go. We start off with uh, laser tag. Let's laser tag is shot. Let's talk about the shot in okay. the arcade. It's like a, a hangover shot. So yeah. if you remember in the hangover when they're walking to the casino. Yep. I think that's what they're taking from, or they probably hang over by toast, stole that from someone, and da 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 da. Yeah. But that's what it reminded me of. Great shot, and it's everyone, the entire yeah, cast. the whole the whole crew. It's great. Everyone, what's the song? It's Edamame. It's a it's the perfect song for for that. No idea. It's Edamame. That's a BB. No dollar sign. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and you guys can feel free to like wreck me in the comments on that. I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how that's pronounced. Do you mean baby no money? Yes. Okay. That guy. That guy. Canadian rapper born October 4th, 19th. Baby no money, that guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> Thanks, Wiki. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So going through 
blah blah blah. We end up in laser tag. Yeah, laser tag's a shit. It's great. I got mad laser tag stories. How many how many laser tag stories do you want right now? None. I'm gonna give you one. Okay. Uh, I went to laser tag at my friends one time. Uh-huh. And laser tag used to be in every mall. It used to be it was the shit. Mall. Like shopping mall. Oh, okay. Yeah. It used to be in every shopping okay, mall. Fair. And uh we had le- left like Best Buy or FYE, whatever store it was. And my friend had gotten the new Sum 41 CD. This is like in the year 2001 or something. And you have to leave your stuff when you go into play. laser tag to go yeah. play. Anyway, we we left our stuff that we bought, went into play laser tag, come back out. The people who were working there went into the stuff that we bought and opened our CDs and put them into the house, oh. the house speaker. So we come out and some some forty ones on, and we're like, "Holy shit, is that some forty one? We just bought the CD." They're like, "Oh yeah, we opened it, and hope you don't mind." And they put like, like it was no big deal. What? Yeah, that's yeah. a crazy. It's a crazy story. story. But I'm like, what if that was a gift for somebody, man? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Anyway, laser tag shit. I was never very good at it. Yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. It's one of those weird things where you gotta like. I don't know. It, it, I feel like the technology isn't perfect also. but It's probably gotten better since yeah, we've yeah. played laser tag. But I, I, yeah, I was always really bad at laser tag too. Like I've played paintball and I've played laser Paintball's tag. Paintball's a little easier because you can like actually see where it goes. But laser, it's like, how do you know if it's actually yeah, like your gun's on or something? I've, I've, yeah, other than the vibrations. But anyway. So it's Team Belly and Team Conrad. Yeah. Okay. Team Belly, Team Conrad. Belly is recruited, Sky and Taylor. Yeah. And then it's the boys. Yes. So in. The laser tag scene's very fun. That song's playing by Baby No Money. Baby No Money. And they're going, they're going, and they're going, and it's tied. And on the screen it says Team Conrad, Team Belly. You had to point that out to me. That I was, was like, I was like, yeah, it says Team Conrad, Team oh. Belly. Yeah. It's, so it's like 2020. 20 to 20, and like then that. the music cuts. Mm-hmm. And now it's like fucking Tomb Raider, Laura Croft. It, that's exactly how it feels. Like, Conrad's going, Belly's going, and you're like, it's they're gonna meet. Like, it's almost like they have a heartbeat playing over the and like they're gonna meet, they're gonna meet, they're gonna meet, they're gonna meet, and then they're coming around the corner, and all of a sudden Jeremiah comes, picks up Belly, and then spins him around for Conrad to shoot her. And it's a great. great scene subverting expectations because you're thinking it's gonna be a Conrad Belly showdown, but they bring Jeremiah back into the mix, and it's really a and it's a good brother moment. Good brother moment, mostly because they set her up and she's so upset she's so she's obviously really competitive she's so upset she like looks like she was gonna cry and Dolly needs to get her anger in check (laughs) she's competitive she's competitive she needs to get a uh even though even though we don't get to see stuff like that inside of the flashbacks Mm -hmm. you watch a scene like that and and you kind of understand that these kids like these people have known each other their whole lives and they probably did shit like that to her like i used to hang out with like a bunch of boys growing up too like family friends were all boys Mm -hmm. and i was the only girl and like that's just how it was like you would get picked on in like not a mean way but it was just like i bet belly wasn't allowed to play monopoly either you already already, uh, outed me on that one Uh yeah yeah, we talked about that already. Oh, man. Do you want to know what I was like as a child, com- competition-wise? Belly. Some would say the scene is symbolism for the whole story. <laughs> Conrad and Belly are on a collision course for each other. 
And Jeremiah scoops, scoops, scoops her up. And scoops her up. Scoops guy. Symbolism for the season two. Look at him. All right. All right. So then they're walking out and Belly is just trying to hype herself up. She's like, all right, we'll get him next time. And Conrad, again, she's like, what? No, next we're playing Capture the Flag, girl. So no, Steven's, Steven's got that all day. And then there's a Steven and Belly scene. Yeah. And then there's a Elsie and Fisher scene. Yeah. Which Elsie moves the plot along because they're talking about a scene with Susanna and Julia at Christmas. And it's like, things weren't great. Got it. Yeah. But, But that's where we said it already. But that's where you start to see that the, from the kids' perspective, what really went down when you were a kid versus what you remember sure is all fragmented yeah yeah so then we get to the rock wall finally and this is number the second uh challenge challenge and let's keep a score check here team conrad up one to nothing right now okay so they're on the rock wall and it's steven representing team conrad uh taylor representing team belly yeah unfair that steven is going head to head with well, they, they describe because, she's like, oh, she's a little spider monkey. I know, but Steven's like a foot taller than she is. So yeah. it's like he's going to she's he's gonna have an innate advantage in this rock climbing competition. It's yeah, it's because you're capturing the flag. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then what happens? We get a... Cam Cameron. Cam Cameron pops off. I'm like, oh, damn, playa. The way that he enters, though, is so Cam Cameron. Yeah. Like, he's just like frantically running. He's like, no, 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 you can't do that. Like, oh hey yeah. oh well technically you shouldn't horseplay around the rock yeah, wall that's but funny. thank yeah. god you guys are here because i've i'm so bored cam comes in throwing 100 always yeah he's a great actor yeah you well see, david icono you see there's something going on with cam i don't know what it is and i don't know if it will even be important enough to be revealed but he's a little sad when he sees belly She's like, oh, I thought you were interning on like a blah, blah, blah. He said it fell through. He's clearly like having a shitty summer. That loops back around when they're having another moment. But there's something going on with Cam. I didn't see that at all. But I'm interested to see if that like he is, He is very, as much as the kids can use this distraction from life, mm-hmm. it's like he is a barnacle, not, not in a bad way, but he's like a barnacle to their day because he also... It's just like he doesn't want to be working at the arcade. He had something fall through. Yeah. And he 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 wants to like be a part of it as much as they want to just like he's no longer it. working at the arcade, probably because he just dipped on a shift, but all day. All day. All day. So. Just like he's just yeah. yeah. Um so then Yep. The boys win again. So, so now, now it's two, two nothing. nothing. And Cam, all excited, is like, oh my god, what's next? And Bentley looks at Conrad and is like, I don't know, they get to choose. And this is when Conrad's like, all right, Belly, I think it's time to Good Conrad. Like, very gregarious, very funny, not just everything, so boo, humdrum. Got a lot of charisma. Well, I was, I was saying, we've seen him actually have romantic charisma. And we've seen him have, like, angsty brooding charisma mm-hmm. this is like fun guy he's the leader of the pack he's the leader of the pack and steven said it earlier 
And he's the guy who's like good at all the games and is, you know, doing all this really cute back and forth and banter. And they obviously have a knack for that. So anyhow, then we get to my favorite part of the episode, which is the shoot your shot. Yeah, shoot your shot. I was hoping for hoop shoot, but shoot your shot is fun too. Um, Because what? Hoop shoot is like a time thing where you're going. Okay, got it. This is just like head five, to head. five shots. Head to head. Head to head. Yeah. Okay. Can I make a comment? It had to be shoot your shot, not hoop shoot, because they have to splice in all of the cute Belly and Conrad back and forth dialogue. Like getting into each other's head before like the next shot. All the beats back and forth, like that conversation back and forth is what drives the scene. So Team Conrad is currently up to nothing heading into hoop shoot. Mostly good. Um, Conrad makes one. Belly makes one. Conrad makes one. Belly makes one. Going back and forth, back and forth. There's one part where it looked like Belly's shot was going in and they cut and they showed it up close. It was like a far shot where she shoots it and it looks like it's going in, but they cut it and... It's like a close-up shot of it going in. I should have just left it in the long shot, but that's neither here nor there. And then on the fifth shot for Conrad, he misses it. Yes. Pressure's on belly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just note this. Yep. Jeremiah can't help himself. Oh, like, yeah. He's actually cheering for belly the entire time. I know. If I was Conrad, I'd be like, bro, well, what Steven- are you doing back here, guy? <laughs> Steven does. Steven's like, wrong team, Jer. Jeez, but Jeremiah. Okay, but that's the, that's the Jeremiah thing, right? He's not as competitive, right, as Conrad, and he's not as competitive as Belly. So he's just like goo goo gaga over Belly, and he's like, oh, she got a shot. I hope she wins secretly, although he does cheer. So continue. Okay, so then pressure's on Belly, and Belly. Belly's like, I got this. It's like, you don't got enough. And she makes it. She makes it. She Team makes Belly's it. on the board now. I'm, I'm keeping track of my sheet here. Okay. So outside of the back and forth competition thing, what do you like like about because it's my favorite scene. So like, what do you like about the scene? So anything, anytime you get a Conrad and a Belly scene, it's going to be a good scene because they're terrific actors. They have a great chemistry. We got that. Yeah. What I dislike is after the scene, I think this part with taylor and throwing up the basketball and the whole volleyball thing it's all pretty cringe mm. let me know if you guys are with me on that <laughs> um, i think it's a little cringy um and i love taylor taylor's my girl yeah obviously i don't think the whole oh i'm gonna set you up to spike a basketball is cringy i think the dialogue they usually just give rain spencer better shit to work with than that like it's it's like a weird, like inspirational. It, it felt a little forced. It was like I don't want to. I don't want to harp on it, but yeah, it's weirdly delivered. It's weirdly acted. It's like she's also shoehorning in this volleyball thing constantly. Yeah, the volleyball is such a main plot like every, point. Like everyone else is like, Stephen is like, yo, let's go to the next thing. We just lost. Jeremiah is like pining out over Belly. Belly is all happy like, that she just won, and Conrad's like trying to. You know, get her a get, prize. Get her to pick a prize. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. Well, real quick. Some of the some of the, the volleyball stuff is 
the actual volley. Well, we can talk about not the actual volley. The, the volleyball stuff from season one is great, but like it's a big plot point in season two is her captaincy and the yeah. uh, thing. And I'm just like, well, okay. So I started to say this to you after our second watch, and you said save it for the podcast. Okay. Okay. I don't love the volleyball storyline. I do like it as a metaphor. Okay. The metaphor being it's outside of the Fisher boys, because we have to believe that Belly cares more about other things other than Conrad and Jeremiah, because if not, she's just shallow. Yeah, sure. And it's made pretty evident that something she deeply cares about and has a lot of pride in and always has has been affected by has been affected by Susanna's death. And it led to some bad performances. Which we haven't seen yet. That's why it's like vague. Talking about going from being the captain to not making the team. I'm like, Well, they already said she had she had some sort of meltdown. I don't know. The coach doesn't really like her right now. She probably bitched everyone out. But I'm saying we've had it's been brought up vaguely in every episode so far almost. Agreed. But I think there's gonna be a big reveal in episode eight when the coach comes in. No, 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 no. Okay. So but this is why I'm saying it's a metaphor. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she's back in her feelings again after they, spoiler alert, ultimately lose. And because she lost today, she's like having, she calls it an existential crisis and we're all sitting here like, Belly, it's just Board. a, a boardwalk game. Yeah. Right? But she ties that to something deeper. So okay. when she's in a competitive spirit, whatever she's anchored that win to in her mind is more meaningful to her. So losing the volleyball thing, losing her captaincy, all of that tied to Susanna's death, her breakup with Conrad, like she is taking it all very, very hard. And it's easy for us as outside players or even Taylor to be like, girl, it's not that serious. She feels these emotions pretty deeply. Mm -hmm. And I think the volleyball is a good way to showcase her grief and that she lost something that is really important to her that's not named Conrad Fisher. And I think that's very, very important to her not just being a love-crazy, like, girl. I think they're going to give us a flashback. I think they're going to give us a reveal. Potentially. But good good point, hon. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so... Okay, so now we're after the awkward uh, set you up and spike it thing. Well, okay, yeah. Then Conrad comes back in. Oh, baby. And he, so you hear, so it goes from, just because I'm going to talk about it in musical moments, it's during the shoot your shot, they're playing Katy Perry, and the song is called Never Really Over. Important if you're a Team Conrad fan. Okay. Just saying. And then, and so I'm already on cloud nine based on the fact that they're playing that song. Oh, we've heard it like a hundred times since. I yeah, I recognize it immediately. Like clearly, guys, you can tell. Edamame didn't know from a fucking hole in the wall. Right. <laughs> but, but the Katy Perry song, I'm like, yes, great song choice. Because I knew what they were doing in, in setting that scene up. That fades out. And then what fades in? Sweet nothing. From Midnight, Taylor Swift. 
So you pan up to. Don't you love on Amazon Prime how you can just like X-ray, X-ray, and see what song is on? Yeah. Shout out Amazon Prime, my people's. There you go. Uh, so what was it? Oh, so Conrad looks over at Belly and says, "Hey, it was a good win. I think you get to pick a prize." What? Pans up, feet drop on sweet nothing. You see Junior Mint, and Conrad says. Man, they haven't changed these prizes in years. Oh boy. You can get Junior Mint a friend. And he's being really nice about it. And she has a flashback mm-hmm. to the first Junior Mint. Whoa. Experience. You've been waiting for this, baby. I've been waiting for this, as has everyone. And you hear the voiceover, which is direct quotes from the book, where she says, the First I was, time I broke my heart. The first time I ever had my heart broken, I was 13 years old. And oh, Junior Mint. There he is. Okay. Um, it's a bittersweet scene from the book mm-hmm. because it's all of like her hopes and aspirations. So I was actually more emotional listening to Lola Tongue narrate it in the book mm-hmm. than I was watching it play out. They should have kept it a narration. In I my opinion, so. I thought so too. Yeah. Instead of having, I guess what we mean is instead of having it acted out, it acted out with dialogue. If they just kept the narration going and it just had Chris Briney and Lola silently playing the scene out, we would have gotten, I was going to say the same effect. I think it would have been a better effect. Sure. Not to move ahead, but later on when they do a Jeremiah belly flashback, they do do all narration. They do all narration. Which is where we kind of got that idea from. Yeah. And we're like, wow, that was pretty effective. Yeah. Was, so. You want to talk about the actual prize winning? Yeah. Okay. Because I do too. The actual prize winning? When the yellow shirt girl. Oh, okay. Yes. So. Casey has an issue with the, with the junior mint scene. I understand where you're coming. Wait. I understand where you're coming from because when I'm watching it, my brain is filling in the blanks with the stuff I know from the book. And they left, guys. They left some key stuff out that I think is important. So they infer that she knows. So they infer that she knows that he came to see this girl. They did that just fine. In the book, she actually says, oh, that's why he wanted to come with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he knew that Jeremiah and Stephen would rag on him. Yeah. So, and she actually says the words, even though it pained me, I decided to be a good sport and I decided to bring him over to her. Mm -hmm. She asks for the rings. Mm -hmm. The girl is wearing, I, I love the attention detail. She's wearing the exact same description of the girl in the book. But this is where I needed the narration from Belly. Because in the book, she says, wow. She has this like fiery red hair and it's so pretty and it's special and nothing about me is special. And she's older and she's wearing these shorts. And she said, the boys made fun of me when they saw me in them. That's so sad. But that's the thing, right? It's like, she's trying to be grown up and, you know, we know what it's like. Well, I don't don't know if you know what it's like. I mean, I'm about to cry here. But it's the point. Like she's wearing cut, like the girl's wearing like cut off shorts, which 
if you're growing up as a teen girl, like there's, there's a difference. Like when you're, you, you ask your mom to start buying clothes that are cut differently and stuff like that. So that's where I needed, see, like me telling this, like I'm getting emotional and you're getting emotional. I needed that narration because that's why she's so upset. She's genuinely telling the girl, I like your shorts, but she, it means something more to her when Conrad is like, yeah, I like them too. And she's like, when will he ever see me that way? So then she does something a little bit childish. and You got me all my feelings here. But what I was thinking, how it's, I'm just looking at the TV show. Right? That's what I'm saying. So when the TV show, it's like, why is Belly dragging him over there and then immediate, immediately blowing up his spot? Yeah. Like, embarrassing him in front of this girl when you said that i thought about it and again i just have more backstory constantly playing in my brain when i'm watching and they let it they let it play that way they could have just they could have kept the narration going and filled out the scene a little bit more so when we watched it a second time i tried to watch it from your point of view and yeah, it just look. It looks like the same scene as when she sees Nicole for the yes, first time. And she's like, "I thought you hated the Red Sox." Like, it looks petty. Yes, this is my thoughts exactly. I thought of that scene exactly. Yeah, and even like I thought it was weird that when she goes off, they show her getting the lemonade, but they don't actually show her crying. Yeah, no, and, she's, and it doesn't seem like a heartbreak. That bad heartbreak. Right. So I think the narration would have helped and you painted a great picture. So I think the narration would have helped. I think her crying. Right. And I think her wiping away some kind of tear when he, as he's walking up and he notices it plays it out much differently. But when it ends this part, they did do very well when it, well, actually no, because I had to fill in those blanks too. So the part they left out is that, she wanted all summer. She wanted Junior yeah. all summer. And they left that piece of the narration out. They I didn't know one. that. Yeah. yeah, they left out the part where she says. Um, so I thought she really wanted this giraffe. <laughs> yeah, Casey so I was like, oh, she finally got the giraffe that she wanted. Oh. And she's like, no, that's like a thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know if they're trying to change the book. I can't imagine they're trying to change the book. But yeah, she says, I've been eyeing this um, really cute polar bear. He has a scarf and he has a thing. And I've been looking at it all summer every time we come to the boardwalk. And she knows Conrad knows that. Mm-hmm. So when, when she comes, he comes up and he says that this girl said it was the yeah. best. And... Instead of instead of saying what he probably did because Conrad is a sweet guy, mm-hmm. he could have just said, "Hey, are you okay? Hey, you never came back. I won this for you. I chose this prize for you." Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He says, and you said that this is the best one at the fair. Trying to play it off, I guess. I don't he doesn't have feelings for her, but he's just, you know, he's like, I, she, she said this is the best one. And Belly, because she's trying to put up this like front, says, I wanted the giraffe, but this is okay too. Cut to mm-hmm. current times. Conrad wants her to pick a second junior mint for obvious reasons mm-hmm. he's just testing right he's kind of like dipping a toe in like are we good are we not good junior mint he's gonna do it he's gonna fucking do it again with the cocoa thing 
It's like he's start he's you know he's starting to like test the waters a little bit on this thing. And she, because she's really trying to not be affected by it, like she's really, really, really trying to be protective of her own heart and not only make rational decisions based on Conrad. Um, and she says, I'll take the giraffe. Which if you want to talk symbolism, it's just symbolism. Is Jeremiah the giraffe? No, Jeremiah's <laughs> not the giraffe, but the giraffe is just the giraffe is her choosing Team Belly. Because they're, well, we'll talk about it later. Team but, Belly on the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, sorry I got you all emotional. Jesus Christ. Me. Well, it's just like to think of younger girls wanting to be grown up. It's just like, well, and like, nah, like I can't be that yet. It's sad. Well, that's why I'm not saying they didn't do it right i'm saying that it was it's a very very important scene uh chapter well everyone can everyone can identify with wanting to be seen one way and not coming off that way to your peers and not being able to break out of a mold and she she got she thought she was getting her shot yeah oh my god he invited just me stop you're hurting me you're hurting my heart here yeah so anyway it's it yeah, there could have been more to it, is what I'm saying. Like, Christmas in Cousins, it was like, they took that, which we all loved, and elevated it so much. And then we had all these expectations about the Junior Mint thing. Yeah, I'm not disappointed at all in it or what we saw. I just know how much better and fuller it could have been if there was more book. Because if not, it leaves a little bit to the imagination for people who didn't read the book or didn't read the book like eight times and memorize the fucking chapter like I did. So, so now we get a um now we get a um yeah. Yeah, and Taylor walking. Yeah. And they're like, so you and Conrad can just be like you can just be like casually having fun. Like that's major. Mm-hmm. And then it's a tracking shot, it's all one. So mm-hmm. imagine the blocking on that. And then she peels off and Steven's there. And then that's when they discuss the air conditioning. Yeah. She's like, I know what you did. So, uh, you know, you don't notice the earlier scenes about the air conditioning until this comes up. And it's like, all right, next time I rewatch that, let me keep my eyes peeled for that shit. Weird how the AC breaks as soon as this future engineering major comes to town. I love happy accidents. (laughs) And then we get Taylor leaving Steven going back to Belly. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they 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 do another volleyball scene, but this one's not as bad because Conrad calls it it's out. more laughy, yeah. and Conrad calls it out. Yeah. And I'm like, that one's not as cringe. Yeah, it, that one's good. That's that's a good solid scene. Yeah. Then you get Conrad Belly, one of the better peel scenes. Off. Peel off those two, those two crazy kids doing great. It's, it's great. It's great. And again, it's not romantic. It's not supposed to be romantic. It's flirty, but it's flirty and it ends you watch it differently when it ends with her saying this is why i used to love him used to well that's why you can see why i love him i used to love him yeah, yeah, it's like a correction or, or, yeah it's, it's a correction and then conrad floats by and then it the pans to jeremiah mm-hmm. and then you're i'm gonna say it. you're supposed to get you have a great conrad belly scene then you have a right after that a Jeremiah belly scene and they're supposed to be on par with each other. Right. 
it's supposed to be like here's Conrad and Belly, and then let's show the opposite of that almost, which is well not opposite, but like let's let's show one pair together and now let's give Jeremiah his shot. Yeah. So I personally I think just the scenes with Conrad is a lot better than the scene with Jeremiah. Uh, and it could be the writing, whatever, yeah. but it was just like I Belly's telling them because first of all they're talking about Conrad. Mm-hmm. They're like, I know what makes both you guys happy. Bah, mm-hmm. bah, 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 bah. Competition makes Conrad happy, and then what makes Jer happy? I'm like, this is a we're not learning a lot. It's like it's surface level, stuff. surface level stuff, and uh, yeah. So I just think that if they're meant to be on par scenes, you can't watch those and not think that the Conrad Belly scene was a little bit better. Yeah, it's not explicit yet, but it's like Conrad's not fully going for it. He's kind of like, like I said, checking he's the temperature. living in the moment. He's here. living in the moment. He's sort of in some instances checking the temperature of the room and she's working so hard to not fall into that trap and she's doing a good job of it until she says like shit like this is why i used to love him or why i probably do love him and then she's missing all of jeremiah's advancements because when he says to her okay what makes me happy it's that is outwardly flirtatious Mm -hmm. right like that's a big swing from jeremiah and she is doing the same thing that she's doing to Conrad, which is she's not reading any of the signals because she's just like, I'm just trying to have fun. And it's been fucking hectic with you guys. We're all finally like able to be in a room together. Yeah. Let's rebuild this surface level. So she, stuff. so she answers it very surface level, even though she could, if she was asked in a serious moment, like, what do you know about Jeremiah? She would probably give more depth to it than cheeseburgers and Ariana Grande. And I hated the, the bruschetta thing was a little bit cringe. Um, <laughs> so now we go to Dance Dance Revolution under a different name though. Yeah. And we get to see Sky, Sky do it. Against like Jeremiah. Math for your feet. And I like the Jeremiah, like my dance moves are legendary. That's Jeremiah in his bag, like yeah. being a fun guy. I'm like, okay, this, we're on here. Okay, but I have a question for you. We knew that Sky, we knew that they were going to be good at, we knew that they were going to be good, right? Or did you not? What? Did you think Sky was going to like be an embarrassment or or be really good? You got to gotta sell the character. Yeah. So they have to be good at something. Yeah. They have to be good at the thing that's out in front of them. The problem, however, is that it's just another Jeremiah doesn't win scene. Well, Jeremiah isn't good at things scenes. It just sucks for his character, right? He can't change a tire. He can't play volleyball. He can't do Dance Dance Revolution. He can't make a bed. Like this guy. Oh, like give him a shot. Give him, we'll give him something. Give him something. Yeah, I mean, we haven't really... I mean, other than being there for Belly, and we'll get to the part where... Like, Even in episode season one, he was, like, cooking. He was showing off these other talents that he had, like, on the microphone singing. Yes. Like, 
working lifeguard all the other girls want him we know underdogs without, ha- we, we already know without all that other shit that he's underdog to conrad in belly's mind right like regardless of what fucking team you're on in belly's mind yeah jeremiah is the underdog but they're doing all this like underdog stuff to his character and i'm like i don't i don't know man like jeremiah is a cool guy like he's he's got something so team belly wins because sky whoops up jeremiah yep math with the feet mm-hmm. and now we're at two to two and last round last round i mean i don't know what you can tell me when laurel comes in are we there yet or do, do we go yeah, to both yeah. parts no so we're leaving the arcade now yep and belly Picture comes thing. outside the door and belly sees flashback the whole like the board that where you can put your face in the yeah hole and take a picture and she thinks of her mom she takes a, or she sends the old picture that they took together to her mom cut to laurel at her book selling event but out of the corner of your eye you see my man cleveland castillo over there except that he can tell that she's sad yeah cleveland's great i mean if we were doing like a uh who got one made the most out of their one scene we don't really see character development from him. Like he is his character. He is the wise yeah. person who comes in it's and like an like owl. tells people what they need to hear when they need it the most. He's like an owl. Wise wisdom. Yeah, I think. Yeah, owls are wise, owl. right? Yeah. But he brings up, um, like Conrad. He's like, "Hey, man, Conrad, like, hasn't texted me back. How is he doing? He's not doing great. You're not doing great either. You gotta." The, the main point of that scene, I thought the scene was a little bit long, but the point of that scene is don't be so, he's talking about his own depression, which is kind of sad, but he is saying to her, like, don't keep it all bottled in. It's not going to help you. You have to express your vulnerability with your kids and the people around you. That's the only way that they'll be able to openly grieve, yeah. which is true. And you see her try, and then she deletes the text to Belly, and I was like, she can't quite go down into the hole. Not yet. All right. Not yet. Um, candy or go go karts. Go karts. Cringe scene outside of go karts. What? Cr- what? Oh. <laughs> oh. Need for speed. It's campy. It is campy. It's campy. So, uh, Belly is out there giving a motivational speech. It is almost like it's so cheesy. It, yeah, it's kind of like they're they get made fun of for it, right? Yeah. So it's like so they so it's kind of like whoever wrote it. It's kind of meta, that. yeah. It's kind of like laughing at itself. Yeah, yeah, definitely meta because the boys just come and um, I think Stevens like give all the motivational speeches you want. Yeah. But like we're gonna win this thing. Okay, so it's two to two going into the co cards. So if the fact that Conrad beats Belly means nothing, no, it's the people at the end. It's that Jeremiah and Steven also beat Sky. Okay, so it's, it's not two different races going on then? No. Oh, okay. Oh. The first team to get their cars across the finish line. Poor Team Belly, man. By a nose. Yeah. By a nose. Yeah. All right. Um. But, okay, so let's talk about that scene. You like the music from that scene. Yes? Oh, yeah. Uh, Cake. Cake. So they're racing... And it's, it's kind of, it reminds me of, um, you said when, 
in the first episode when Belly is just driving for like 45 seconds mm-hmm. and just crying to Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. And I mean, that's all the direction is, right? There's no words. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing I read an article, I think it was the LA Times one, where they said that for certain scenes, they got cleared for the music ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like Jenny or whoever, the showrunners, um, already knew which song they were going to pick and they got cleared to play those songs out loud during the scenes so that the actors could get into the emotional space. That makes sense. So when Belly was actually doing that drive and cry, we'll call it, she was actually listening to that on loop. And where I'm going with it is, I mean, go-karts are hard to shoot. Right, like, because you're shooting it long, you're shooting it close up. Those tracks are like windy. Yeah, you're shooting it like probably some camera. This is windy tracks I'm driving. Don't you think it's it's probably shot with a a rig on the front of the actual go kart? Yeah. So I don't know that a lot of that dialogue was planned. It it was probably like a feeling. Oh yeah, bellies is great. It's all yeah, it's probably ad lib. It's all ad libbed. It's like okay, here's what you need to nail. Here are a couple lines that. You Eat need to my say, fucking dust, bro. It's so good. But okay, I like those moments because even the actors said that that was their most fun stuff to play because they just get to go out and drive go-karts. Yeah, we're in the wrong line of work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, constantly, like, Conrad is on Belly's heels and he's, like, yelling shit at her. And yeah, the, eat my fucking dust, bro, is great. And so they lose. And now they have to go eat candy. Candy. Well, no, no, no. They have to go buy the other team candy. And then we get another volleyball conversation. We've, we've kind of talked about that already. We've, we've talked about what I think the purpose of it is. I, so it's like. Leave it for me. But I, I, if I look at it from the angle of here's something that this girl cares about that she lost. I well, she's having it. Is she really having an existential crisis or is she. I think her existential crisis is just kind of helpless and like, can someone loss. Yeah, someone help me here. It it just like it's it's like she just keeps getting like deeper and deeper into the hole. And even when it's something very superficial, mm-hmm. like the showdown, she just wants a win. Like Bella well, just yeah. wants a win. All of these external things do help get us through days and all that stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you gotta like Conrad will say that later. Lean on the home. lean on the stuff. Yeah. You gotta be okay with nothing mm-hmm. and that way the external things don't fill in all these patches and... yeah um but then we get the side bet that conrad and belly made comes back up conrad comes over and it's like don't forget it's time and then you do get a cute jeremiah and belly scene i hate heights but i did that ride at dorney park or Hershey Park, or Dorney, one of the two, in like 2002 again, maybe. But uh, okay, so we got that after Tower of Terror. Well, oh, they hold hands on Tower of Terror. We have to talk about the Tower of Terror. Oh, okay. I thought, okay, so the song is Guns N' Roses. Oh, God. Sweet Child of Mine. I thought maybe you can give me some interpretation of what they're going for there, but I think that song is so overused that it's like using, you know, getting jiggy with it or something it's like 
such a overused song that they they've been they do the best job picking music yeah um with like obscure songs and like yes. new pop hits to Can go back into like us. let us know if there's a reason that's deeper i think it's more about the flashback than the scene itself so um okay so it's a cute scene at the end of the arcade when jeremiah comes over to belly and says like hey you don't have to do this alone again jeremiah telling her what she needs to hear it's not about the fucking ride. Mm-hmm. She can go on the ride. She just had an external or uh, existential crisis, and like I told you, girl just needs a win. Mm-hmm. And Jared's somebody, here for her. Yeah, somebody coming over to her and saying, "You don't have to do it alone." It's like you don't have to do any of this alone. Yeah, I'm here for you. I'll go with you. And that lays some groundwork, right, guys? So then they're going and getting buckled in they're going up he can tell that she's afraid he tells her it's okay to be afraid similar to like hey it's okay to be sad mm-hmm. right like nobody else in her life is telling her it's okay to be sad or afraid they're going up and you hear the voiceover of jeremiah is always there for me and then she flashes back so i am actually very happy that we get a jeremiah flashback no because they gotta do apples to apples here they do they do and it's, and, we, and it's a book it's, thing too and it's a book thing and it's even the same like almost the same um period of time like she's 13 i think she's like 10 or 11 in the other one but i said this i, you, I don't think i've ever said this to you but that is my favorite jeremiah and belly flashback from like all the belly and jeremiah flashbacks in the book like mm-hmm. that one has always been a favorite like i've read that chapter probably like a couple of times nice. more than just reading the book um just because it's, it's really well done and it's sweet it's and then really they nice. then they're going up on the the ride and yeah they hold hand yeah so it is a little bit of a, a jeremiah rising uh scene which we'll talk about in yeah. a minute yeah um yeah the, the other thing is that then they come down and Taylor is like, interest. all she says is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, from Taylor's perspective, she just heard Belly say, oh, yeah, no, we're just friends now. We can just be friends. And Taylor's like, if that is actually true, that's major. That means you're letting go. You're moving on. So Taylor, in that mindset, just looks at Jeremiah and Belly, who just came off of like this cute moment. It's like interesting. Yeah. Then I guess you get, Conrad didn't notice. I guess Conrad didn't notice. Oh. Uh, and then you get them walking back to the car, and this is where you get Cam Cameron talking to Belly, and yeah, it's like a cam rising scene. Yeah, I love so, seeing those two together again. Yeah, so at the end of that scene, Casey says, man, how about we just bail on this whole Jeremiah and Conrad thing and go back to Cam? Because yeah, Cam's it, great. It reminded me of season one. I was like, hmm, okay, Team Camera. They have chemistry. They do. It's a friendly chemistry. But and Her and Jeremiah is pretty friendly, too. Well, at the way that she's playing it currently. Yeah. yeah he's he's a little bit different. His, his um interactions with her are not friendly oh and they, how about they hold hands in that flashback we don't really oh very yes subtle... oh yeah when they're playing cards that's not that ain't in the book is it i don't think that's... damn i don't think that's in the book so. well foot teaser um, yeah young, young age foot teaser anyhow 
Uh, so then they invite Cam back to the house. They all jump in the car. Then another really great scene, Stephen and Conrad driving. Oh, home. your favorite scene. Yeah. Well, it's a I strong said, scene. Earlier I said, shoot your shot was my favorite scene. Like, I love, from a plot standpoint, I really, really love the Stephen and Conrad scene. Um, and it's not just because I was right. But I was right. The thing I said in a prediction episode, I think it was like the last call for predictions for it's season two. Last call. Alcohol. One thing I said is I said, you know, if Cleveland is not going to be in the season and Conrad's going to have to open up to somebody, Steven's not in the book, but I always kind of wished that he was able to open up to Steven a little bit more because he can't talk to Jeremiah and Belly about how he feels about them. Nope. Um, so he and Steven who started out with a great scene and with a great scene together where Steven says, I haven't seen you this happy in a long time. And Conrad admits happiness. He's like, it was a good, good day. day. I thought I lost that part of myself. And then Steven, you can see that he starts Sean Kaufman's So good. You can see that he like plays it where he like hesitates saying something about it. And then he's just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to fucking say it. Like, all right. Well, not that I want you guys to restart anything. And Conrad just kind of like, what? Do you think it's a favoritism thing? Because you could watch Jeremiah and Belly be on that ride and think the same thing. Well, I, that's a point that I'm going to make. So Stephen is noticing Belly and Conrad vibes, but Je- Taylor's noticing, Taylor is noticing is Jeremiah. Noticing okay, cool. Jeremiah. And Belly is trying to trying very, very hard not to notice anything. That could she, be a she, good uh, not Taylor and Taylor and Steven scene. It could talking imagine. about the yeah the differences yeah. But then we go back to the house, big scene, sad scene, huge day. Well, it's like such a fun time. It's yeah, that's the problem. It's such a fun time, and what pains me about the in between that into the last scene is you get Conrad, who is probably the the. Uh, no, Belly's pretty broken up too. Oh, they're all broken up. But Conrad, who is usually just painted as like depressed and sad mm-hmm. and not dealing well with his mom's death and the panic attack. Fuck. Yep. Finally saying it was a good day. Like, and then finally getting some hope, right? Like he kind of brushes off what Steven said, but then he's kind of like staring out the window and smiling to himself. Yeah. There's a little bit of hope. Then they get they home. Get, they get out of the car. And Belly oh, yeah. drops the giraffe. Like, she's getting out of the car, she drops the giraffe. I think the drop of the giraffe is symbolic, as in she doesn't really give a fuck about the giraffe. Like, he sees her drop it, he picks it up. There's a cute, he, like, throws it behind his back to her. She catches it. He's like, what did you name him? And then he asks her again. And I think what inspires him to ask her again is the conversation that he just had with Steven. And she once again is like, I'm not 13 anymore, Conrad. It's like, she puts a kibosh on it. Ouch. Ouch. But it's such good writing because the I'm not 13 anymore is kind of like in The Wizard of Oz. We're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore because it goes right from that ending a nice, lighthearted, carefree episode that we all deserve because the last three episodes have been fucking 
hard mm-hmm. into a scene that is just impossibly hard. So they walk in the house and all the stuff is gone. Aunt Julia had said, go out, enjoy a few hours. I got to get the AC guy here. Conrad doesn't want to go, but they convince him to go and they go out. But now they come home. Yeah, they actually has a good day. They come out, come home, and all the stuff's gone. They left this full house and now it's empty. And I don't know where the shit has gone because like it's not hers. It ain't Aunt Julia's. It's like the knickknacks and shit. Yeah, move it all into storage. But pretty traumatic for Conrad. It's traumatic for all of them. Yeah, I mean imagine. Like it sucks being right sometimes. You know what I mean? But not just that. Like Earlier, he was explaining in his room, like she was just commenting on his room and all the stuff in his room. And he said, like, my mom has touched every part of this house. Like, she picked every curtain. She planted every flower. She, this home is hers. And she fucking gutted it while they were gone. They got some big beef, maybe. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this big beef is. That's what I'm saying. Because I never even thought of that, that you say that. They were like, they just had that talk and we didn't talk about it, but they had that talk. Yeah. All right. So then we have, all right. If you watched the bonus content after, okay, you see uh, Chris Briney, Lola Tongue and Jenny Han finishing out their dirt bombs that they made from Jenny calls it a Jeremiah rising episode, Jeremiah rising episode. And I didn't really think it was until you kind of painted that picture for me earlier okay. with the like, you did a great job of saying how you don't have to do this alone. I'll be there for you. Bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. It's a Jeremiah rising episode. As much as it's a Conrad rising episode. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was thinking, no, like that's wrong. You may be trying to show that, but it didn't be, it wasn't conveyed, but it depends on what I think it's Jeremiah catching up a little bit. It It all hinges on, I mean, we've said this multiple times. I'm just going to say it again. There's no bad pick here for Belly. Jeremiah is a great guy. You remember my take after the first watch? No. It's a Cam Rising episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no bad pick here. Oh, no. Fuck that, too. There's no bad pick here. She could pick Cam. Great guy. She could pick Jeremiah. Fantastic guy. She could pick Conrad. Also great. What about um Corky Wheeler? So far, great. Everything that we've seen about him, other than the fact that he's not interested in her, he's interested in Marcy. But, 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 it's not about the guys. It's about what Belly wants and needs in that moment. And what Belly deeply wants is for Conrad to stop fucking around with her. I think that she wants somebody who will just be there for her. True that. And I think that if that is what she wants, then yes, Jeremiah is like planting his flag and he's starting to to come into himself and establish himself as a real love interest. Okay. What's your favorite music episode? Musical moment. Cake. Is is yours cake? The good card. Writing and writing. Is that the one? All right. Yes. Cake's my pick. How about you? I like the Taylor Swift Sweet Nothing. Okay. 
that's the one i think it's the one that you technically could have chosen any song for but the piano of it like the the soft fade into it when you see it pan up to junior mint i think it's really good who won the episode It's it's Sky's first good episode. Well, it's Sky's first real episode. Yeah, and there's the trash talking, which is funny. It's it's meant to be funny. It's meant to be yeah, funny. It's meant to be funny. There's a lot of good lines. Yeah. That uh, Sky got. Okay, I mean, it could be Sky. It could be Jeremiah. It could be Jeremiah. It's not Conrad. We've, we've given it to Jeremiah. Well, it's. I'm giving it it's to Sky. A great, it's a great Chris Briney episode. But yeah, but he he. But he I don't lost. know if it's no. He loses the episode. He he loses. He, he the character loses. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving it to Sky. I'm, gi- I'm giving it to Steven. Steven's there for his boy on the beach. Steven's noticing vibes and making him feel better. At How come not Taylor? Taylor's noticing vibes. Because my vibes are biased. Okay. okay. <laughs> Um, no, but Steven, Steven's there for his boy. I I like that. I'm going Sky. Steven in his, uh, Steven owning his jammies. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. Steven, re- Steven, um, ruined the AC. May, mm. may have backfired, but Steven ruining the AC and all the Steven and Taylor banter. And he captures the flag. So Bye. is this the worst episode of the season so far? At first watch, I said, yes. After the first watch, I said, it's a great rewatch. It's yeah. fun. But I said it was the worst of the bunch. I stand by what I told you. I say if you. It's a, if it's you, a fourth episode also, like fourth episode and an it's eight. It's a midpoint. It's a midpoint. It's like you're always going to have start out hot, a little bit of a lull, and then pick up strong again. Yeah. I I still like stuff in Cousins more than the stuff in philadelphia Facts. so so Facts. so episode one there's not a lot in this episode that i would like do without but i can do without belly's guidance counselor talking to her about her grades i can do without um steven's speech i can do without the lunch after graduation i can do i can do without some of that stuff i can do without milo singing like full songs. I like those parts. But I actually like the it, a year from now when you want to rewatch an episode. I think I want to start at episode three, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I Episode one and two. I like the cousin stuff better too. Um, but I like the Christmas stuff. Of course you do. The <laughs> the rating is the lowest in the history of Summer I Turn Pretty. <gasps> um. Now, some of that could be mean people. That's I was gonna say that better not be mean people. But it's a six point nine. It's the only episode that's at not in the sevens. Um, I just bumped my rating up a little bit to Silliness. help the help it back. It's just not. It's not an explicit episode. There's nothing that really happens like until the end. But that's what I mean. It's not an explicit episode. You really gotta dig deeper and watch. The characters and watch the interactions and listen to the dialogue and read between the lines of what's said yeah. versus what's really being said. It's more of a fun episode, almost like a 
you know, most of it's taking place at the fair. So it's like, yeah, it's fun. It's it's incredibly fun. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening at better with glasses pod on Instagram, better glasses pod at gmail.com for our email and everyone who's written in already. Thank you. Uh, you guys are awesome. You can buy this shirt and any of our other merch on our link tree. There's the link for our shop rate review all that good stuff appreciate you and uh and keep listening guys you guys are great thanks for listening and we'll see you next time